boom, boom. You know that, that, that friend that I have that had to leave the country? I was online and, and I found this story strikingly similar to mine. It was weird. So I'm just going to tell you the story, right? Uh, so there's, there's, there's this guy who has his, a friend, kind of like I did, and his friend, uh, his friend Louis is leaving, has to leave the country. So his friend Louis <coughs> had been in the country for, I think it was, I think they were like in, in Europe or some shit. I don't even know where the fuck they were, but I, I don't know. Uh, let's say it was Spain. Was it Spain? No, it was England. It's definitely fucking England. Yeah. Okay. Louis was from Spain. And uh, and the main guy I forgot his name. Let's call him, let's call him Carlos. Carlos uh, was from England, and Louis was from Spain. Now Louis had moved from Spain to um, to he followed a girl who who moved to England. He he was in love with her, and so he he followed her at eighteen years old to England because he thought she was the love of his life. And and this girl was very well off. Her she was very very well off. So when Louis first gets here, he um he has to find a job. And so he he's out in the fields of England building the roads. I don't know why the fuck he's building roads, but he's living in these little towns. Um and then one of the first times that Louis meets Carlos later in his life, like five years later. Right. And so so the reason we know, like, Louis story is because because Louis tells Carlos uh, five years later what happened, what, how, what his past five years in the country of England have been like. And so. Um, Louis tells the story that when he first came over, he had to find a job because he came over like illegally for some reason no no legally he definitely came over legally but he didn't speak uh he only spoke spanish um which is weird for a european to not speak another language but he didn't speak english and so he he would spend his nights working and um one of the stories that stuck with carlos was the the story of how uh well, one of the very first nights that Louis was in England, I mean, Louis comes from a good family. He had a home and, uh, you know, it wasn't a broken family, but because he had nobody in England, because Louis had nobody in England, he had to sleep on the, on the streets for the first time ever in his life. Um, he talks about, uh, he told Louis would tell Carlos how, how unbelievably lonely it was and how scary it was to, for the first time ever, not have anyone who had his back you know he came all this way because he was in search of or he was following uh this girl and so a few months go by and and things i don't know what happened things settled down and uh louis is able to leave like the like he's out in like the the country building roads he's able to go into the main city where where the girl that he followed was by the way they were dating and so they begin to live together. Um, 
And all this time, Louis is working odd jobs. <laughs> he's working odd jobs, uh, learning a lot. Um, he's fucking hustling. He's hustling because there's so much opportunity in England that apparently he couldn't find in Spain. Um, and and so. Oh shit! Hold up. Give me a second. Yeah, where are we? Yeah, Louis in Spain. Louis in England. Finally gets together with this girl. They're living together. Now remember, the girls with comes from a very well-off family. Very, very well. Very, um, like wealthy family, I suppose. And she, she, she has nothing to worry about. She's over here just fucking, just dicking around, you know. And she's got nothing to lose. Um, Louis, on the other hand, has risked everything. He's risked everything for, and I can kind of understand because I feel like I've been there. It's not that I've risked everything, but I, I know the mental state that you can be in to risk everything for what you think is like, is like, uh, I don't know, love, I guess. <laughs> love, the, those chemicals in your brain make you do weird shit, man. And so he's risked everything. He's the one that's got everything to lose. And so he's hustling from job to job. Um, I think he was still working on uh, building stuff, like not very good jobs, more like immigrant jobs. And he talks about how uh, when some days the jobs would just stop, like there would be no work, but he wouldn't stop. He would have he would find Louis would find another fucking job immediately talked about how much opportunity there was in england you know versus spain and so how he uh he couldn't believe the amount of money that you could make and how easily it was to make this amount of money and and so that's the beginnings of uh of of louis story if we begin to skip over it it's it's like uh what did, what did it say online? Louis, uh, Louis eventually uh, breaks up with his girlfriend. Actually, he didn't break up. She broke up with him. Uh, she went with another guy. She ended up going with another guy later. Um, and remember, Louis had risked everything to be with her in this country. And so after about a year or two, they they uh, they break up um and so louis has a choice to go back to the country or to stay louis gets very depressed but at this moment louis is very good friends with his ex-girlfriend and um and 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 just louis stays i think i think that's what happens <laughs> but that's not the point of the story so anyways louis stays and five years later um, he meets, he meets this guy, Carlos, they begin to work together. Um, and at that point in time, Carlos had lived his entire life in England. And why the fuck is his name Carlos? I have no fucking clue. All right. You're asking, you are, I don't know. I'm just the messenger here. <laughs> you're living in fucking England. I feel like your name should be, uh, Darren. Darren Till. <laughs> Darren Till. 
Your name should be Connor. No, that's fucking that's Irish. Anyway, Louis Louis meets Carlos, and Carlos has grown up in England his entire life with a good family. Uh, Carlos was afforded many opportunities to travel abroad, and he took them. And so he went to odd places, very odd places. Um, and you know, the, everybody's dream was to go to the United States, but for some reason, Carlos did not. Like, he, he always knew he was going to end, end up in the United States. And so he went to um, South America. He went to the Middle East. Um, where else did he go? He went to, like, those weird places. Africa, I think he went to. Um, and o- when he was over there, he finally understood that in 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 England it's very kind of like the United States is very capitalistic and there's a grind kind of happening where people are always chasing money you know and they're chasing the next thing and chasing success and how do i get better and how do i become better and how do i how do i you know accumulate more and more and more and while he's in like South America in Brazil, he starts seeing how these people have they they have a way of life that is much slower, slower paced. They're not chasing all these material things, but at the same time, they're happier. It's weird. They're happier. They have way less money, but they're happier. That's what Carlos sees when he travels. And he sees this not only in South America, he sees this in the Middle East where they also don't have a lot of money. But it's just the way of life is uh, much happier. And in Africa as well. It's a slower-paced life, not uh, more focused on the doing what you enjoy, doing things that bring you joy, and doing it with people that enjoy those same things so that you can together have more joy and um, these all these experiences prepare carlos to when he meets louis they prepare him for the different perspective that louis brings to the table because louis louis lived a a completely different life than carlos i mean louis comes from a country with different culture and stuff but he left everything he left everything to be in this other country uh to be in england um and and apparently in in spain there wasn't a lot of jobs and here in england there are and carlos started seeing that as well he started seeing how in england there was a lot of jobs like like after going to going to all these countries he realized that in england there's absolutely no fucking excuse for anybody not to have a job you know not to if there's no excuse for you not to be um like making making it basically and that sounds harsh when you say it when he would say it in the like in england but you go he he would go and visit these other countries and he would see like like it just doesn't make any sense all these people over here they're making it without anything how do you not make it in a country where the next day you can find another job and louis also saw that he precisely saw that and so when they first meet louis begins to talk about that he begins to talk about how 
how he can't believe like the amount of money you can make and how easy it is and another co-worker there that they're working with i don't know what that guy's name was but the thing is is that that guy has like a very different view on 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 life he's like a very spoiled and very like self-indulgent very like poor me like how do i do this how do i um i think he owed a lot of money or something like that and and so he needed to find another job he needed to add to work more jobs right but he was that that other guy was complaining about the fact that he couldn't find another job and louis told them like dude shut the fuck up you are just sitting here um you're not gonna find another job by just sitting here what you need to do is you need to go and look for a fucking job and you look for it everywhere you take any fucking job because they'll take you on a lot of places you just gotta look and you gotta be willing to work for it you gotta be willing to go to places where people won't go work um and 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 carlos is watching this on the third in third person um like uh, watching them louis discuss this with their other coworker and he's never met someone who's who is like louis who's like like he's lived through it you know he's lived through having nothing and sleeping in the streets and something when he was sleeping in the streets his mentality was not was not oh poor me i'm in the streets no his mentality was fuck it i'm going to work i'm going to i'm going to find a way i'm going to find a fucking way there's always there's always a way and so he found a way and in the beginning it wasn't glamorous for a few months it wasn't glamorous for a few years it wasn't glamorous and he would go from job to job until he finally stabilized himself with the job that he currently had and in the job that he currently had i forgot what the fuck they were doing but it was something with technology i think louis was so good at it he would work 7 days a week cuz it was kind of like a it was like they were like what is it a uh, kind of like sales kind of, like you would work off commission and um <laughs> you would work off commission and so so the more you worked the more money you would make right and um when louis found this job because in the past he had had like really hard jobs building roads and shit he was like oh fuck yeah and he was making way more money than he would ever make at home he 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 wanted to find a way. he would he would work every day because he wanted to make all the money he wanted to find a way to um what is it uh to he wanted he knew it was a game as well every job is a game and he wanted to learn the game and know all the ins and outs and be the best of the game and he he became kind of one of the best in the game in that job louis became one of the best in that job the reason carlos i mean when carlos comes in he sees how advanced louis is in the job and carlos is like holy fuck like that's wild and carlos sees that it is not that louis is any better than him it is not that carlos is any better than louis it is the fact that louis has entered this mental state where he is like where he's just on the grind he is like i'm working 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 why because i know what it's like 
not to have anything. I know what it's like to be rested, but at the same time restless because you don't have anywhere to go to sleep. You know? He's uh Louis has experienced things that have allowed him get to get into that mindset of where he sees and appreciates what is in front of him. You know? And Carlos sees that 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 is it leaves him in awe because he can't believe it. He can't believe what he's seeing. Like this guy is out here making a good living, better than a lot of the people in this country. And he started from nothing. Started from nothing and he had no one. And 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 so and so Carlos had heard all these stories of people like this, right? You people always hear these stories of success stories, people coming over from other countries into whatever countries that's developed and making a great living. Um, but they start from nothing, but he had never actually met someone. And when you, when it's like, it was like meeting a professional, like, it's like, it's like Carlos was an amateur fighter fighting in the streets. Um, with, in terms of his mentality, you know, how, how, how he could motivate himself and, and, uh, and how he could focus. But then he meets one of the success stories, which is Louis. And it's like Louis is a professional fighter. There, it's night and day in terms of, um, and we're talking about the mentalities here. Like Carlos can see this guy has like, wow, wow. This guy wakes up every day. And he comes here every day for the same eight hours, same long hours, regardless if it's a weekend, regardless if he's feeling tired, regardless because he's got nothing else going on. He's got nothing else like in his mind. This is it. Like it's it's kind of beautiful, you know, and and Louis teaches Carlos uh, some of the biggest lessons ever. It, it, it teaches him that there's not. That what the system in England had been telling Carlos, which was that there was only like one way to success, right? There was, uh, you have to give it a job at a big corporation. You have to go, you know, through all these hoops. You got to go through step one, step two, step three, step four. No, no, no. Louis showing him, fuck that. Sometimes you got to build your own steps and you got to build them to where, you know, like those predefined steps aren't the only route to success. Um, and Louis has all the material success that a lot of England people would only dream of having. And by by seeing, and Carlos by seeing Louis, sees that it is not the lack of opportunity um, that separates people in the country. It is the uh, mentalities that separate people in the country. He said, uh, in terms of success, Carlos sees that Louis is, uh, is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Yeah, he's a pro at, at this fucking, at just laser focusing on this one grind. And soon after, Carlos begins to learn about, um, I mean, I guess he sees the 
what consistency does, right? He sees that consistent. I guess like like I've learned, um, consistency. Carlos sees that consistency is like the one thing that separates him. I mean, that's another thing that separates him from from Louis, because every day, no matter what, he's out there grinding. You know, in the same with the same intensity. And he he sees that it's not that like that's it. It's not that Louis was any better than him, but that he was consistent. And no matter he was almost like a fucking robot, you know. It was like a straight, a straight like linear re- linear regression. <laughs> Is that what it's called? It's when when the line goes just straight to the corner from one, from the left corner to the right corner on the graph, just. And for Carlos, sometimes it was like up and down, up and down, up and down, like a little pointy little going up and up, right? But 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 Louis was just his his in terms of success, in terms of what he's getting done. It was just every fucking day, and you know, on days when Carlos would feel like, oh, I won't do it today, well, Louis was out there doing it. He was out there fucking grinding the same the same way as the day before. And that day, it didn't seem like a big deal. It seemed like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. But, you know, you he would accumulate, accumulate those days over time. And eventually, you know, those days added up. Those days added up in terms of the gap between for where Louis was and where Carlos was. And so Carlos and Louis become very good friends. Um... They begin to learn. They begin to learn a lot from each other. Um, and and then and then one day, Louis gets in a bit of trouble. So his solution is to go back to his home country. But this day, like like with my friend when he was telling me. It just came out of nowhere. And you see, when I read that, that's when I was like, wow. Like, this is kind of exactly what's happening. It just came out of nowhere. Um, And uh, Louis was like, yeah, dude, um, I'm dipping. I'm going back home. Gotta go. Carlos was like, what are you going to do with all your bills and shit? He's just like, yeah, dude, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. Um, and so they have one, like, last day. I wish I had that, like, last day uh, with that friend. I don't think I'm ever going to see him again. But I wish I had, like, a one last chat. Like, uh, they were waiting for Louis to leave. Like, Louis was going to get picked up. And um, Carlos, like always, was like on a grind, you know. He had woken up that day, and he was getting ready to fucking to go on his daily grind. I guess if he was anything like me, he had habits. He had, and it looked like maybe he was on the way there, where he had, maybe he had habits. Maybe he woke up that morning, and he was like, he was like, he had like uh, exercise, and he was tracking his calories, you know. And and then and then that's when Louis tells him I'm leaving, and Carlos just kind of 
stops because his world at that point was going a million miles an hour. And then his really good friend all of a sudden tells him, hey, I'm leaving, bro. Like, I'm gone. Like, this is, I'm about to leave it like in an hour. And Carlos' world, just everything, all of that, that which was all in his head, you know, all these habits that he had to do, that he had to be in this place in an hour, you know, he, he, it just kind of all just disintegrated. Just, he became like really present in the moment. And he's like, what? You're leaving. Louis's like, yeah. I gotta go. And so, the rest of the story, as you read it online, most of the story, is just Louis and Carlos sitting. Um, I think they were outside in a bus or some shit. I don't know. He was getting picked up. I don't know. They were just sitting somewhere. And they begin to talk, you know, because Louis had a crazy six fucking years i mean he left when he was 18 and carlos is is much younger than louis not super super young i don't know how much i think he was four years younger and carlos very reflective ass motherfucker sees just kind of i mean it's a it's a number of things in the story that he wants to first of all it's a very good friend that's leaving so he wants to say goodbye to his friend you know, and second of all, it's um, it's the fact that he wants to learn, you know, that he sees his friend who's experienced all these things in a foreign country in six years on his own. The amount of knowledge and experience there is invaluable. So Carlos says, fuck it to the rest of his plans for the day for then. And he sits down and just chats with his friend. And they begin to chat about, um, Carlos is like, well, how do you feel? And, and Louis says, uh, ah, it's about, it's about time. It's about time I go home, to be honest. He said, he said, you know, man, I'm tired of being alone out here. It gets, it gets tiring. I'm ready to go back. Huh, Carlos says, huh, yeah, okay, I feel that, bro, I feel that, uh, he, he asks, um, Carlos asks, um, uh, well, like, uh, is there anything you're gonna miss from this country, and, uh, and Louis says, uh, you know what, dude, just, uh, just, uh, just the city, I don't know. They never mentioned what city they're in. Let's assume it was London, right? It's just a city. This fucking city is bad ass. As a matter of fact, he says, if it weren't for this city, I probably wouldn't have stayed this long. He's like, like, and it's not that, I mean, the city is beautiful, he said, but like all the opportunities it brought him, the culture in the city, how rich it was. He said, fuck, man, like, that's why I kind of stayed after, even after the relationship ended. And then Louis goes on to say, but you know what, man, I do notice that, um, I don't know, we hear people are just kind of going and going and going and going and going. And, 
there is no stopping there's no um they're they're always chasing something and they think they're gonna be happier by once they have that thing but they never real they it's like they never see that they've for all their years that they've been alive they've been doing the same thing over and over chasing something that they think is gonna bring happiness and fulfillment and uh they reach that something and it doesn't bring the amount of happiness and fulfillment that they were looking for and so the cycle begins over and over again he says it was very materialistic and um which is fine he says every every but every country has their bad and good things but he says that's one of the biggest things he noticed how people are unhappy in that country versus in spain people are it's much slower and much uh much uh, like people aren't as fucking fixated on getting the next uh the next material thing or making the next big payday so carlos you know listens very with a lot of interest he says and he tells him he's right he's right because in the when carlos had traveled to south america and he had traveled to um all these the middle east and shit he said he saw the same thing he saw people not with a lot of money but a lot very happy very happy had a lot of culture and they were very happy to be with the people they were with it was more about the people they were with than than the things that they had and the things they were doing which of course the things they had the things they were doing played a factor but but he saw what uh what Louis was was seeing, and so Carlos tells him this, and um he, cause he's telling him I, I see what you see, bro. Um and and Carlos, having grown up, in the country, his entire life, tells him that since they, since people are little, from what he saw, since he was little, he was told there was only one path to success, there was only one way. Uh, you could live a a uh, a good life, and it was by going to school, studying. Um, you know, like they they had pre- predefined steps, and he asked them, "Was there something like that in uh in Spain?" And Carlos asked Louis, and Louis said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to go to school, but uh, but then C- Carlos reiterates, and he says, well, like here, that seems as that's like that's like the only path.'" And he said, "Oh, no, no, no." He says, "Some people after like high school, which you would have, which you would call high school, or like the last the years of like schooling, have um, they start their own business or they go they go pursue a craft. Um, you know, they go do their own thing. It's not people don't." feel like they have to go to school and uh and carlos says like oh yeah that's one of the things here and and so carlos then asks so if you were to go back in time if you were to go back to 18 years old um and and you had all the knowledge that you have right now what would you do uh, and then Louis says, oh, I would go back. I would go back. I would go fucking back immediately. And then, and then Carlos says, uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. But let's just say that, uh, 
that you can't go back. You have to spend the six years that you spent here, but you have all the knowledge that you of the six years you already spent here. Like you get me? It's kind of like there was a restart, but you got to keep all your knowledge. And and Louis says, oh, okay, okay. Well, in that case, he says, I would, I would not spend my money on stupid shit. He says how he when he first came here, he was buying things left and right and he would spend all this money on like meals and stuff and and uh how he bought himself a a boat <laughs> he bought himself a fucking boat a big ass boat because apparently where they were i guess it was in london right because apparently where they were boats were used a lot to get around but Car, but Louis bought himself a nice fucking boat. He bought himself a boat of the fucking year, you know? When you would pass by, when it would pass by, people would be like, oh shit, this guy, this guy, this guy's doing something, you know? They wouldn't think he had the job that he had. And, um, and Carlos asked him, so you wouldn't buy a boat at all? Like, you would just fucking walk everywhere, take you know take rides and he said oh no 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 i would buy one but a very like affordable one because that's all you need and i'm like oh shit 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 true 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 he was like oh shit 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 true 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 and uh um what happens after that i think um let me see Carlos, um, well, he says, he says, oh, shit, true, 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 true. <laughs> and, um, he, uh, after that, what do they talk about? Huh. I'm forgetting the story here. Let's see. They begin. Um. Oh yeah, they. Be, uh, oh yeah, they begin to talk about how uh, Louis gonna start his own business back in Spain. How everything he's learned here, uh, learned there, here in in England, there in England. He uh, he's gonna take to uh, he's gonna take to Spain. And he's gonna try to create similar things similar businesses he saw there and that's fuck and then after that what happens after that well since the story is in the point of view of carlos you can see what he's thinking and he's saying um he's saying like wow this fucking guy and as a matter of fact the both of them get i mean even carlos begins to get very excited for louis because uh, they begin to talk about louis family how they're very excited to go see they're very excited to see him they haven't seen him in six years i mean and and so he's very excited and he, and uh, carlos asks him uh what about your friends he's like oh dude yeah he says he says they're 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 so excited too to see me he's already making plans with them and uh and it's like carlos is like gets excited because 
because he saw the struggle that even though Louis was grinding day to day, he saw um, the loneliness, a little bit of loneliness he had. And so it is at this point in the story they reveal to us that Carlos had always seen that Louis was he had a lot of monetary success that the country had afforded him and that from his old country in Spain uh, people would see and they would say wow you're living the life but what he didn't have what Louis didn't have was a community and uh, love and family in that country with him and and um, that was one of Louis's points during that conversation that Carlos and, and Louis were having at the end their final hours together it was the point was that yeah I have all this money I made it from zero to nothing to have the amazing boat and all and I, anything I wanted I could if I wanted something I would go buy it but I was still lonely and it still sucked it still fucking sucked and that is when it truly clicked for Carlos Carlos had a theory that you know well having traveled to South America and to China, to China. Was it China? Might have been China as well. And the Middle East. Parts of Africa. Was it Russia? Was it New Zealand? <laughs> uh, having traveled all over, one of the theories he had built was that it was, it was more about the people because it, it, it didn't make sense that these people in these other countries were so happy if in his country he was taught that, or what he believed was the ultimate dream is to have unlimited money. Uh, that was the basis of what he understood, right? As he began to travel to these countries, he begins to understand that maybe it's not the money at all because it can't be the money these people don't have the money so then it doesn't make sense like fucking math the equation doesn't make sense it just doesn't make sense because these people should not be happy if it is the money that makes one happy he begins to see that the common thing among among all the countries he travels to where he sees happiness is a sense of a, a community a connection, a human connection. A very, it's that's the basis of it. Even even in his country where he was, the happiest people always had a community around them. Even and and as he as he would come back from from the con the countries he would travel to, he would study uh, the successful people in his country, and he began to notice. That there were successful people who would talk about success. Um, but sometimes something seemed off. Like sometimes it seemed as if they were still grinding when they were talking about success. Trying to sell him on an idea. 
you know, trying to sell him on something. There was something not authentic about him. And that the most authentic, successful people all had a community around them. The most, the happiest people had a community around them. And with the money that they had, that only elevated their happiness. And so Louis proves, finally makes Carlos's theory, like, finally click, uh... that money and uh, opportunity are all kind of um, tools for to expand on fulfillment and uh, create more f- or elevate the fulfillment but it's like a fire you know you start a fire you have to start the fire right and and so like uh sometimes money could be a little bit of a a little bit more tinder you know to to keep the fire going or make the fire a little bigger but just by adding tinder alone or like a little some more sticks if you don't have the fire going then no fire there's not gonna be a fire you can have all the fucking you can have the, an entire forest of dried wood ready to fucking burn. But if you don't have the little fire, nothing happens. And that's what he finally saw. That money and and all these material things can be if you want them to be. They don't have to be, but they can be the more fuel for happiness. Once, but you what, what, what people have to have is that understanding they have to have like more of a, a self understanding of because uh, it takes self understanding to understand you need to understand yourself to understand that that your happiness that you're seeking is is inside of you and it begins uh it also it, it, a bigger part of it is is uh well it begins inside of you but this thing about other people um that's really what you you need a, a, an understanding of who you are and how you connect with uh, the people around you to build to start the fire and then and then that that is when the money can help can help but it never it never is what brings the fulfillment the happiness the joy it just elevates it if you want it to you know and um in that moment that's why carlos got excited for uh for 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 his friend because he was finally, his friend was finally going back to where he can truly be happy, you know, where he ha- could have that community, and uh, and he would be happier. So,
that was a crazy moment for for Carlos. The story ends as uh, as they both stand up. Oh, the fuck they were, but uh, Louis says, "All right, that's my ride, the ride of the rides." Uh, and mind you, it's been a few hours. Um, there were there were points in in the conversation where you're just in in Carlos's mind, and it's just kind of dialogue in his mind. They're it's not they're not talking between each other. You can tell that, and and what Carlos is saying in his mind is that he's thinking of just how silent it is, how quiet it is, but at the same time, how how big the moment is, how he's not doing anything. That he had trained himself to do. He's not doing anything. None of that. Like all he remember when the when he had like a whole like day planned out, and he's not doing anything on his list, but it still feels like a huge moment. It feels like a life moment that this is what he has to be doing. Sitting, he had to be sitting with his friend. Because um, I guess if you were put, to put it in Caesar's terms, it's a very important scene. It's a very important scene in his life because he's learning so much. He's seeing something he's never seen before happen. He's only seen this in movies. He's only read it in books. But now he's experiencing it. And so Louis says, that's my ride. Um, Louis was never a very affectionate guy. <laughs> Carlos is more of the more of a hugger. So they say goodbye, uh, kind of, kind of awkwardly. I think it, it says on the story, but um, Carlos gives him a half hug. Um, Louis walks. They're walking towards, towards whatever fucking transportation they were taking. Louis says, "Hey, man, you know, whenever you want, whenever you wanna." You're gonna head out there. I'll be there. Just come through. You you don't just find a way to get there and you won't have to worry about anything. And he says, For sure, for sure, bro. He says, For sure, I will. And uh <laughs> Car Carlos uh tells him because he wants him to know. And he's been telling him the whole time throughout the story. Uh it's been in telling him like yeah you're gonna be fine you're gonna be fucking fine he tells him one more time you're gonna be fine uh we'll see you later you can take care of yourself and uh louis says uh he says he will so they walk away carlos is just watching him walk away and louis turns around and he says he, he, apparently there's like a running joke <laughs> the running joke and I forgot what the fucking joke was it was about a thong <laughs> it's pretty funny when you read it something about a thong and, and he tells him the joke as he's kind of far away screams out the thong part and Carlos laughs his ass off he's like no he's like what <laughs> and uh and that's it that's how it ends
I assume Louis walked it, walked, got into his transportation, left. That was the end of it. That was the end of it. But I think what Carlos was thinking was, I think that whoever wrote that story, and it's a very important part, was that part where, you know, you, you think they're walking away already. Both of them. Carlos is just, like, looking at his friend. And Louis is is just, they had said bye already. And Louis kind of far away, uh, he, uh, he he turns around and he said he 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 says a joke right and it's such a uh, such a movie like thing I don't know how they do that I don't know how they do that it's kind of a it's such a human thing right because I think if if a if a if a computer were to write the story the computer would understand that it needs a beginning a middle and an end right uh, but then it wouldn't add any like character to it. You know, it would just end it. That's where it would end as they walked away. But there's something so human about, you know, about when you, they're walking away and then, and then this, and then Louis turns around and he says the joke, right? Which is a joke as, as he says it. But what does that mean? Because that's one of the things I wonder. I was, I was talking to my mom the other day. And I was telling her that uh, now, as I'm talking to people, uh, and this is this is what I'm doing. That's just what I'm doing. I, you know, people say things with words, but because in our minds we're trying to get this idea out with these words that we have, right? But those words can be interpreted in in so many ways. So most of the time, I understand what you're saying, right? Like a hello, hi, hey, how's it going? You're saying hi to me, right? But, but. It's more than that. It's, uh, we're, it's so human, you know. It's more than that. It's behind a hello, you know. If you're telling a hello, you're telling a person who you've never seen in your life before, and just saying hello, and it probably is just like a hey. Maybe it's a hello, like oh, you're cute, like you know, like wow, you're attractive. But you're you say hello to a person who you haven't seen in years. And who was a big part of your life. You say hello. The same word. But it's not the same. You're not. If we were to go into your brain. You're saying so much more. You know. You're saying. You're saying like. What? Hey. Like. The emotion. You know. The emotion cannot be translated with the word. Maybe you can catch a little bit. And yes. You'll catch some of it. With. Um with uh the way they say it you know because you can say hello or hello you know and then like whatever their body is doing so we go back to the end of this story and uh carlos was talking to his i mean carlos watching his friend walk away and louis turns around and says hey uh he says the, the running joke that they've had apparently over the course of the time that they've known each other and 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 <laughs> he says it uh he says it but what does he mean by it it's kind of a like a i remember all the good times we had bro like kind of like a remember all the great times we had remember our friendship yeah
that was that was something it was it was something cool in my life as well you know it was more than than just a running joke it was kind of a a I see you. <laughs> what am I saying there? It's like a, a. Uh, this was good. This was good. It was a thank you. You know, he's saying thank you for being his friend. Uh, thank you for the talks and and. And I guess because they say it in, in Carlos's perspective, you never really know what Louis thinking. Except the except at the beginning, like you know when they're telling the story of Louis how he got there and shit. I guess because uh, because he um, he never. I mean, you never see what he's thinking. This this is a way to tell the audience like you know he was probably learning a lot too talking to Carlos he was probably uh, he, he was probably feeling uh, thinking of all the past memories as well thinking about like wow this is over and stuff damn and that was Maybe there was a little sense of community there too. Remember? It's all about the people. It's all about the people. Because really, once they leave, you know, once Louis leaves, what is he going to remember? Is he going to remember? He might remember. I mean, he's definitely going to remember. He'll remember the grind and all the money he made and stuff. He's going to remember all the crazy stuff he bought with it. All the events and stuff. But more importantly, in any story... Uh, the most memorable part are the characters in the story. That's it, man. That's it. The more the characters in the fucking story, and it reminds me of. It reminds me of, in Thailand, the first time that uh, that I bought my my Thai girl, the Thai girl I was with. The first time that I bought her flowers. It's the cutest thing ever. It's one of those. Uh, although it wasn't an ending. It was more of a beginning. It's towards the beginning of the relationship. Bought her flowers. And uh, she walked away. And she said okay okay. Thank you. Like wow why'd you do this. Like wow. Uh, she said bye. And as she walked away. We were really far away already. I was in a boat. No, she was in a boat. I know she's getting on a boat, and she and she turns around really far away and she calls my name. Says that, <laughs> and I'm like, "What? What's up? Like, what? What's up?" <laughs> it was totally a movie moment. And she said, and she said, "Bye again. Just bye, bye." Like you know, we had just said bye. We had hugged. All right, bye. Walk away. Walk away. Walk away. She's really far. Says that. Cesar, Cesar, it's more of a Cesar. And I'm like, what's up? She's like, bye. <laughs> Talk about fucking cute, bro. In my opinion. 
it's kind of like that, I guess. In that story. Oh, that my that was a great story. I don't, I don't give a fuck if you. I don't even know if you made it all the way through. Been recording for 50, 56 minutes. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Bum, 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 bum. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, woke up this morning and I did kettlebell swings. That was great. Uh, I did eat this morning. I think I'm going to eat again. Should eat again. I went to yoga last night. I danced in my room, as I've been doing as a habit. Just dance the basics. I would dance a bachata song, and I'd dance a, uh, a salsa song just to keep it going, you know, keep it going so that it, because of the steps, um, the next thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to have complete and total control over my feet and where my weight is because once I have that control, I've, I automate that. I automate my feet to allow me to go wherever I want in terms of hitting, always hitting the beat. I can go wherever I want and always be hitting the beat. And that's when the creativity comes in. And that is when, oh, that's what I'm looking for. That's really what I want. Because I, th I think that's my potential right there. As just as you walk, you know, you can walk anywhere. I just want to like when you're dancing, be able to dance anywhere because right now it feels a little rigid. It feels like I'm on a pattern, which I am on a pattern, but I want to get away from that where I can just walk around the girl, you know, walk the girl around me, not even move my feet, but still in my head, I know where the beat is and then just get back on it. And then, you know, it's as if I'm walking, I'm just walking, but I'm walking to a beat. So there's really, there's a there's a beat, but there is no pattern. There's no there's no rigidity. It's not rigid. It's fluid. That's where I'm at. And so every night, every night before I go to sleep, I dance. I dance it. I dance it because repetition, 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 repetition. It's not the number. I mean, you do it for one day for five hours. Okay, cool. Cool. Off to a good start. But then you skip the next month. Well, that was a waste of five hours. Uh, that was a waste of five hours, but you do it every fucking day, especially on the days when you feel like I'm getting nowhere with this, especially on those fucking days. And one day you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, wait a minute, what the fuck is going on? How are my feet moving like that? Oh, what? What is this? How are we here? How are we over here now? Now we're to the right. Now we're to the left. Now we're back. Now she's moving around me. What is going on? It's a compound of a skill. The compounding of a skill. It's not it's not that's that's it's not anything else. That's it. You compound the skill. I'm gonna stop this at exactly one hour. So we got thirty seconds. So today I am going dancing. I'm actually going dancing. It should be a lot of fun. It's my intention for it to be fun. Um, I'm going to eat, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to go to yoga, because this is who I fucking am, and I've realized that everything I want, because that night, you ever, you ever, you ever just lay down at night, and you think of the things you want, for example, for me, I think of relationships with, um, and, and I don't even see 
the girl has no face. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. But I just think of a person that I'll be with and how it will feel being with that person. Do you get me? It's like some sort of just some sort of Jane Doe. Is that is that Jane Doe? Joe Doe. No, what is it? Jane <laughs> You know that that name when you're when the cops say like uh they give they give somebody a name whose name they don't know? Jane Doe? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's like that, right? And I'm thinking of that, and I'm like, fuck, that's fucking awesome. Because I can come up with some cool fucking stories in my head of how I want my life to be. I mean, who better than me to know how I want my life to be, right? And so I begin, as I've done this since I was little, where I visualize even, like, um, parties that I'm going to have in the future or uh, places I'm going to go and who I'm going to be with. A lot of the times, most of the time, it's with a lover. Um... And I think, how will I ever find them? How will I ever find these amazing friends? Because that's another thing. I love my friends right now. But uh, but I also know there's a lot of friends waiting for me out there. And, uh, you know, friends like uh, friends who are going to teach me other skills and I and I and I and masters, you know, like who are going to teach me um, martial arts. And when I compete in martial arts, when I compete in dance, teachers and who will also be my friends. And I wonder, will I ever find these friends and lovers? And and then last night, it never happened to me, but it came to me. Well, this is this is what you want. This is who you are, right? 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 Yes or no, Caesar? Yes or no? What you if what you really want? You know the things that aren't based on your ego, the things that you don't want because of your ego. I mean, the things that you want because of your ego aren't really what you want. You know, what you want is what is really going to bring you happiness. So all of that, all of that is, all the things that you really want are who you are, you know, or who you see, your, who you believe yourself to be, as in like the potential that you have. You may not be able to dance as good as you see yourself dancing, but that is who you are, that person that can dance very, very well. You know, for me, it's that person that can dance fluidly like that. Um, that's my potential. That's who I am, I feel and what's separating me i i am that person but why why then you ask me then why can't you dance fluidly caesar i haven't practiced being who i am for a long time i think and so i think the answer that came to me last night was or the the other night was was i was worrying again because as i sometimes i visualize these things that i would these scenarios i would have with people and uh, in the future and stuff and I, and then the worry comes in, the doubt of, am I ever really gonna find these people, or is this all just a dream? Am I just fucking dreaming here? And it very might, very might well, it very well might be, but I don't think so in a lot of things, in a lot of the things that I do. But what I, what has become so apparent to me, that is, I cannot ignore anymore, is that dreaming and just visualizing is a important part of it but it is not the whole story it is absolutely not the whole story i cannot just sit there and just just visualize things into existence what is this shit this isn't what life is about and i've i've learned that because that's not what i would want life to be about you can't just think things you know it's it it it's where it begins you think something but then you have to do it you have to go do you have to take action and that's why every night i'm practicing my dance you know 
because it's it's who I am. That is who I am. That is who I am. That's why every day I go to the gym. That's why every day I go to yoga. It's who I am. That's who I am. Who are you, Caesar? I I really think I'm an I'm an athlete. I'm an athlete, and I want to compete and stuff. And so, again, the doubt came last night, and I wondered, well, am I ever going to find these people? Am I ever going to meet these people? And then I thought about, well, if this is who you are, then stop worrying about that, because now you just have to go be who you are. You know, you got to be who you are, and by being who you are, then you will, everything you you really are, you're going you're gonna to bring it into your life. You know, it's not going to magically get there, but you're going to, by being who you are, by going out dancing every night, you will, in time, become a phenomenal dancer who will attract other phenomenal dancers. And lo and behold, attract phenomenal dancers who you are attracted to, who will maybe attracted to you, who will most likely be attracted to you, or if you are a if you are a fantastic if you every day you're practicing sales if every day you're you're doing sales calls every day no matter what no matter how many rejections you get and every time you make the fucking phone call you're getting a little bit better a little bit more charismatic and eventually you're gonna eventually i mean it depends on how ferociously you're it also depends on how active you are in their learning you can't just you know, it, 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 there's levels to this game. There's levels to this game. Yes, you can do it and do it and do it over and over and over again. And you will get to some level of, you know, like you'll be better at the end. But also your mentality throughout that, as in how much you want to learn, how much you want to learn in the moment, is very important to where you're going. And I think it, that depends on when you ask yourself the question, what, who am I and uh, what excites me, you know, because uh, that's why people get good, really, really good at different things. Really, really good at different things. You know, maybe I'm interested in martial arts as a fucking million other people who are interested in martial arts. How interested am I? How much does that really excite me? How much does that really resonate with who I am? You know, well, I'm going to tell you. It doesn't re resonate nearly as much as it resonates with some people. And those are the fucking pros. Those are the greats. Okay? And that's not... I'm just being honest. I just don't want to get hit in the fucking face every day. <laughs> you know? It's just... I don't see it. My mentality is different. But I feel like I have other areas in my life where... Where I... I... I the, the field that I'm going into resonates a lot. For example, business... I don't think, I think it resonates a lot, a lot, a lot. I think I'm, it's, it resonates so much that I'm in the, the top of the world, but that doesn't even matter. That's my ego coming in saying I'm at the top of the world. I just know it resonates so much. How much does it resonate? Well, let's fucking find out. Talk to me in 10 years and we'll find out how much it resonated. Let's see where I am in 10 years. That's how much it resonated. How much did dance really resonate? Well, talk to me in a few years. That's how much it resonated. And I think this is the key. If I if I maintain this mentality of every day simply intending to be more of who I am, what am I? What resonates with me? What excites me? Let's do it not because 
I want to be better, not because I want to show off. Let's do it because it excites me. Let's do it because it resonates with me. Let's do it because it feels good. That, that's how I get to it. That's how I get to everything. Oh, ba -da -da -ba -ba. now I'm thinking of taking a trip to Colorado. How do I get to Colorado? Well, first of all, I need money. I need a little bit of money. So I'm going to have to start. I mean, I, I'm thinking of starting to drive Uber and Lyft. You know, talk to some people, get a few tips, buy a flight, go to Colorado, have a good time, with friends. Oh, man. Should be a good time. Should be a good time. There's only... After this, I have... Uh, I literally have eight days of class left. Eight days, eight days, eight days of class. And let's see how many classes I have. I have two, three, four, five, six. Wait, wait, wait. Two, three, four five six I think I have six or seven classes left Wow seven or eight oh well if there's eight days I guess I have eight classes left well um, gotta pee gotta go to the gym thanks for listening